Welcome back to the Fine Margins YouTube channel. This is the soccer division of the Hammer Betting Network. This is the second preview that we have done on this channel, getting you ready for the 2022 FIFA World Cup with me and Alex's best bets heading into the group stage. Make sure to check out yesterday's video where we talked about group A and B. Today, we will be talking about groups C and D. We're going to preview the group see what we think about the standings. We're going to give our predictions over there. And then we're going to go into our best bets for the teams involved in that group for the first week of fixtures, as well as potentially the group standings. And even we'll be throwing in potentially some outrights and futures on the market. But this channel is presented by Betfred. Thank you so much to Betfred for sponsoring the World Cup content on the Hammer Betting Network. You can use the Betfred Sportsbook for all of your sports betting needs as we go into the world's biggest sporting event the World Cup. And we're so happy to be doing this on The Hammer, providing you with this great content. I am joined by Alex to preview Group C and D. And we we briefly spoke before we recorded this. We had a lot of different spots on Groups A and B. And Alex, uh, I think same thing for Group C and D. We don't feel very aligned on anything here. Yeah, it's good. We'll give some differing opinions for the people here. Yeah, so make sure you're taking your odds at Betfred. That's where we are for this video. Let's get into Group C to start. And obviously, Lidl Messi is going to be the headliner here. Argentina are coming in as one of the favorites. They are second highest odds to win the tournament at Betfred. And they are in a group with Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. As far as groups go, Argentina can't really be complaining. Yeah, this was, this was a nice draw for them. Um, you're looking at a Mexico team that's as you know as weak as they've been in a long time Saudi Arabia hey you know they're playing close to home don't think it matters and Poland bringing a good team to the World Cup but you know colossal disappointments on the world stage if you're like a soccer fan like never mind from a betting perspective nothing like that maybe unless you're Brazilian or maybe a Real Madrid supporter this is like really exciting for Lionel Messi because this is the best team he's ever had at a World Cup and like this is his like real shot to go get it and you know just like if you, you know, appreciate the game and everything like that, like just being able to see Lionel Messi actually take a real run at it and get his shot, it's going to be really exciting. Yeah, this is the best team, as you mentioned. I think it's the best goalkeeper he's ever had with Emmy Martinez, who helped them win the uh, Copa Sudamericana uh, last year, I believe. First time Messi had ever won that. And there was so many jokes about him never winning trophies with the national team. Got over the hump there. Defensively, I think this is the best defensive team they've ever had since 2006, where there wasn't as strong of a squad overall. Lissandra Martinez, I believe, is a big part of that. He is looking exceptional for Manchester United, and he's going to be in that back line, kind of running the show at center back. So like, I think typically they go into a tournament with like 10 forwards that would make any World Cup squad a lack of depth in the defensive midfield category and a lack of any sort of defensive depth or any defensive talent whatsoever. They've been to a World Cup final with Messi, but I love the grit in midfield that Paredes provides. I absolutely despise Leandro Paredes. I can't deny that he is exactly what this Argentinian team needs in midfield. So uh, do you think they are one of the favorites to win this tournament? They are second highest odds, and I'll pull that up right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Lissandro Martinez should be partnered by Christian Romero at the back, who's, you know, is having a nice season as well. Um, you got Tagliafico, who's a little bit underrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, fourth, you know, at wing back as well. And then, yeah, you talk about Paredes, Guido Rodriguez, Rodrigo DePaul, Enzo Fernandez. Like, they're so deep all over the pitch. And then, obviously, you, you've got Messi paired with 
probably Lataro Martinez, who's in unbelievable form. I like yeah. him to win the golden boot. Obviously, everyone's talking about Messi. Messi can be a bit more of a provider here. I think Lataro Martinez at like plus 2,000, so like 20 to 1. I think that's a good bet to, yeah. uh, to win the golden boot. Um, the only thing you worry about with Argentina is the path. Again, we talked about that in yesterday's Group A and Group B pre- preview with uh, like how the Netherlands are going to be in that same likely mm-hmm. pairing with, you know, Argentina and Brazil, you're looking at Argentina probably having to go through Netherlands in the quarterfinals. Uh, and then if, you know, if they get by that, probably having to go by Brazil in the semis, which like Argentina, Brazil semifinal, I think the world will stop for that. That will be yes. fantastic. That will be sensational. But uh, as far as Argentina, so there, I do have a bet on another team. I will start with Argentina here. And we talked about Lionel Messi. This could be crowning moment as a, a player in this sport. Very interestingly, Argentina are, and we go to the odds to win the tournament, Argentina are plus 550 to win the entire tournament. So I decided to look at the golden ball opportunities instead, where Messi is plus 800 to win. And my thought process here is that if Argentina are plus 550, and I mean, if Argentina wins, he's getting golden ball. I, I, I think you'd have to lap him in the field to take golden ball off Messi if they win this tournament. I think he can win this even if they get to maybe just a final or a semifinal, if he's just that outrageous, which I think he is capable of doing. So uh, if I'm going for a long shot and to take a golden ball winner, I am going to go with Messi kind of boring because he is the favorite, but I just feel like he can win it without winning the tournament. Argentina are probably my pick to win this whole tournament. I don't think, like many other years, there's a definitive favorite going into this tournament. There is no one team I go is the best. There are a lot of teams that I think are really feeling like this is their year to win the World Cup. No superpower dominant force. France dealing with injuries and some other issues, I'd say, within the team. So yeah. what do you think about that? Yeah, I like that a lot. It's hard to see Argentina winning and then not giving it to Messi, even just purely out of respect. Uh, but like, no, he'll, I mean, not just the respect thing, but like, he'll be, he'll be fantastic if they make it to the final. It's hard to see him winning without him being the best. Yeah. They're not, they're not winning if Messi is not incredible. So, um, so yeah, I like that outside of like Lautaro Martinez scoring like an outrageous, like 12 goals or something like that. But even then I feel like half of those will be assisted by Messi anyways. So yeah, I like that look. If you want to play Argentina to make the to, to win it all, you, you might as well look to you know get a bit of a better price there with Messi. And like you said, he could potentially win it even if they don't win the tournament. So we'll transition from Argentina. We have conflicting thoughts on Poland and Mexico. I would like to take Mexico here to advance from the group. They are minus 110 there. They are same odds as Poland to get out of the group. And my thought process there is that this is not the strongest Mexico team we've seen. They looked a lot better at the previous World Cup. Nonetheless, I am down on Poland. They obviously have Robert Lewandowski. They have had gone through a catalog of managers trying to get the best out of him at these major tournaments. Because in qualifying, he'll be top scorer. He'll score tons of goals, major tournaments. They just don't get the same sort of output from him for whatever reason. New manager, or at least uh, not even a year old as manager of this team. They're trying to find it again. I'm going off of the disappointment we've seen from other World Cups and other major tournaments like the Euro, excuse me. You are high on Poland here and down on Mexico. Yeah, I am. Um, Poland has disappointed at every single major tournament they have been at. So I do not blame you whatsoever. And I am fully ready to get burned again. 
I do think that this is Poland's time, though. I think that this is a much better team that they've had in years past. Um, you know, it, they've they've had like that that star power before, but they haven't necessarily had the depth to to put with those guys. Um, I think now you're looking at a team where like you have Lewandowski joined by obviously Zielinski's been fantastic. Uh, you have you know Sebastian Zemanski who's been really good for Feyenoord. Um, Zaluski, Kaminski, they've got some like decent options in attack. They've got a uh, a solid back line finally with, um, you know, a lot of Premier League quality. Jan Benerick, Matty Cash, the Aston Villa duo. They've got some experience back there. And the midfield is is pretty deep as well. It's not necessarily spectacular, but it's pretty good. Um, I think, you know, Zalewski provides a bit going forward and a bit defensively. Um, and, I mean, they've got a breakthrough eventually. And if there's ever a time to do it, I think it's now against a Mexico team that is probably as bad of a team Mexico has had in like 20 years. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I watched a tons of the CONCACAF World Cup qualifying Mexico, not as strong as they had been in previous years. I I think I'm just that down on Poland going into this tournament. Uh, I think both teams will lose. I think Argentina will win all three games. I think that you got to make sure you take care of business against Saudi Arabia, and it could come down to a showdown between these two teams here in Mexico, Poland. But uh, we're going to stay on opposite sides there, but we will transition now into the next group. Group D, we have France, Australia, Denmark, and Tunisia. I don't have many strong leans in towards this group because I feel like it's going to be pretty straightforward with France. There's injuries with Conte. Uh, there's other injuries in the team, but Conte being the, the biggest one, I would say, going into this tournament. I have question marks about chemistry with Mbappe, who's quickly becoming one of my least favorite players. Yeah. And But I still think they'll win this group with ease. I think Denmark should be relatively comfortable in coming second in this group. Do you share my sentiments with this? Um, yes and no. I don't share sentiments with France winning the group. I think Denmark wins the group. I think France struggles a little bit. Um, Wow. Yeah. I mean, like they, like you said, they've got some serious injuries. Like Nkunku just got hurt as well in in training. Um, Obviously, Kempe's out as well, I believe. Yeah. Kempe's out, I think. Pogba's out. Conte's out. Then Mbappe is a bit of a cancer up top. I don't think he wants to play with anyone. I think he wants to be the guy. Uh, He's going to have to play with, you know, in a a front three. I don't know how well he's going to gel up there. And again, we're going to the narratives here, but you know, teams that win the world cup do not do well the following world cup. They really do not. And I think that Denmark has the quality to take advantage of that. I don't think the group is good enough for France to actually knock it out of the group, but I think that you can get some good prices on Denmark to win the group. Obviously at plus 300 here, plus 300 is, is the best price I've seen. And, you know, France losing in the last 16 is a decent look too, as like, you know, those stage of elimination. But I think the France is going to struggle a bit more than we think. Uh, I think there's some problems there. And I think that Denmark has quality all over this team to take advantage. And I think, you know, defensively, they're strong. They're very well structured. They got decent options in attack. No one that's really coming in in great form, but they have a lot of, you know, a lot of guys they can turn to. And I think just like as a team there, they're really good at carving out chances and kind of, you know, scoring by committee, so to speak. I think that Denmark can, can win this group for sure. I think that it'll be a lot closer at least than the market suggests. So interesting bet there. Uh, Nobody maybe attacking wise coming in form. One player coming in form is Christian Eriksen, who has been outstanding for Manchester United this season. Also uh, the last time we saw him at a major tournament, 
There was the the absolute medical crisis there. Thankfully, he's back playing. He's going to be playing gear. Maybe that adds an extra edge. And the narrative that you're supporting. So teams that win the World Cup not coming out of their group, this is a phenomenon that has really been going since 2002. I'll take you through it all. France win the World Cup in 98, and I believe they don't come out of their group in 2002. Yeah, uh, that was the year Senegal had that incredible Se- run. Senegal had the great yeah. run that year and beat France in the group stage. 2002, Brazil won the World Cup. They went to the quarters in 2006. That's the only outlier. In 2006, Italy wins the World Cup. They failed to win a group game in an easy group in 2010. Do not come out of the group. 2010 World Cup was won, uh, won the 2010. Why am I? That Spain. Was the yeah, it was Spain. Yeah. Spain in 2014. They lose to Netherlands 5-1 in the opening day of the World Cup. They lose to Chile in the second game and are knocked out in the group stage. 2014 World Cup winners were Germany. Disaster at 2018. They lose to South Korea. They lose to Mexico. And the win against Sweden is not enough. And France win the 2018 World Cup. And here we are in 2022. And uh, I, I... we say this, every, there's just no way they don't come out of this group. <laughs> we said that about Germany too. Um, right, right. It, it's just like you're looking at the other teams in this group. Like Tunisia, we talked about this before too. Tunisia are a bit underrated. Like can they maybe nick a result against France? It's not like it's not an impossibility. It's not likely. They definitely can. Australia, they cannot in my opinion. I think <laughs> Australia is a good bet to finish at the bottom of this group. I think Australia is a good bet to maybe not even score a goal in this tournament. I'm not sure how exactly they do. Uh, they have no one up top that scares you. Um, Jamie McLaren is in like decent form in the A-League. Can't say I watch the A-League. Cannot say I respect the A-League. Don't think that that matters. Um, not, not that the A-League doesn't matter, but Jamie McLaren's form doesn't matter. <laughs> Just um, And then, you know, I mean, their best player is like Aaron Moy in midfield, who isn't even playing games for Celtic right now. He's like coming off the bench as a substitute in like, you know, league matches at best. Uh, at the back, Harry Suter from Stoke is just back from a knee injury. He's barely played this year. You know, Milos Dejanek is like, you know, wasting away in the MLS right now. Um, it, there's just not a lot going on with this team. It's really hard to see them picking up a single point in this group. So they get to the World Cup. They beat Peru in uh, the I guess the intercontinental playoff. Yeah. They beat them on penalties. Peru looked really good in that game. I feel for Peruvian fans because they deserve to win that game. Nonetheless, it's one game. Australia did their job. They got to penalties. They subbed in that crazy penalty specialist goalkeeper who was dancing on the line, got them here. They're here. They're happy to be here. I'm sorry to Australian fans if you're watching, but I can't see much from this team either. I agree there. And I actually am going to also probably uh, lean on Australia, bottom of the group. Uh, they have them at plus 100 at Betfred. But they, they that is also, it for Buzz. Just, oh, sorry, just to interject quickly. They also were awful in qualifying before the Peru thing too. Like they finished behind Saudi Arabia and Japan by like a wide margin. They didn't even, they weren't even close to competitive in those games against Saudi and Japan. Um, so like, yeah, I mean, you know, you're talking about a Saudi team no one's really giving respect to coming to this tournament, understandably so. And now, you know, Australia is maybe not viewed in the same light, maybe just because the past success they've had. But this is this is arguably one of the worst teams of this tournament. Like, not that much better than Qatar. Oh, I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> <I mean, laughs> <laughs> we're throwing I, some I, hot I, takes here on fine margins. I, I, I see, I see 
I see what you're saying about Australia completely. So uh, I agree with the sentiments that could be one of the worst. Uh, the worst belongs to one team and one team only, which we covered in yesterday's video, <laughs> which you can check out on the Fine Margins YouTube channel. You can also check out tomorrow and the day after tomorrow. We're going to have previews for the rest of the groups, and we're going to be leading into live show going live every single weekday at around 4 p.m. Eastern time, 4.15 p.m. Eastern time, to talk about the games we saw in that day of World Cup action and preview the betting into the next day. So make sure you are subscribed to Fine Margins on YouTube for those live streams. Make sure you're following at Fine Margins with two S's on Twitter. You can also watch the live streams there. Rob Bazol will be involved, as will me and Alex for those shows, but we're super excited to bring you the content presented once again by Betfred Sportsbook. Make sure you sign up to Betfred Sportsbook for all of your World Cup betting needs ahead of 2022 in Qatar.